When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto? Don't work on your deck. Play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. It certainly is crunch time thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary Search all new MUX. Fletch, you know who would need a seven-seat Isuzu MUX? Hopawatis. Hopawatis, yes. Yes, they would certainly need that. The Fletcher household. Uh, yes. When you were growing up, the yes. Kane household, of course. Uh, but this household, most certainly. The Yo family. The Yo family would need a seven-seat Isuzu MUX. And I'm pleased to say the father of uh, Isaiah, Justin Yo, is on the line. G'day, Justin. G'day, Joel. How are you, boys? Going How are you home. going, Dad? Dad of a, a player off to his second grand final. He's now played Origin, your young fella. And uh, Brendan Cowell, who would be your tip and my tip for the Clive Churchill Medal of 2021? Well, I'm not even people-pleasing here, Justin, but before you came on, I said Isaiah is my man of the match for tomorrow. Um, so I'm say- I said that out of nowhere, no contacts, but your son's going to win the Clive Churchill tomorrow. How does that make you feel? Yeah, terrific. No pressure on the boy. I hope <laughs> no. you're <laughs> Is it your, you hail from Dubbo? Is that where? Yeah, Dubbo. We grew up in Dubbo. Uh, a lot of the Yo families from out that way, yep. Hey, uh, Yoey, tell us about the journey for Isaiah. You know, like, did he, did he start playing as a youngster? Did he, how did it all play out for him? What sort of players was he playing for or with who's gone on to the NRL? Um, well, throughout his junior league, he was always a strong footballer, but he was, he was never a great standout. Um, and he, look, he just came through. He was just one of those kids who wanted a bit of an opportunity, and he got that through Penrith. Um, they used to go out and play out at Ningen um, every year uh, and just a little knockout with Parramatta and a few others, and they'd play against some of the country boys out there. Um, he got a phone call there from a, one of my old mates um, who asked him if he wanted to go and have a game. He he jumped on the bus on the way out there, and after that little weekend, he, he picked up a couple of trials. Um, but like I said, he, he made a few little rep sides around the bush, but... He was never the standout. He was always very coachable, though. He always wanted to do well. He always worked pretty hard and listened pretty well. Um, but that's pretty much um, his lot. He did pretty well. He came through St. John's Junior League and Dubbo Sims, who have been pretty successful as well. Um, so he's done well. He, he was, it was interesting, though. He went to um, school with um, uh, Tom Robertson, who's the he was the Australian rugby front row. They were in the same class. And also Jacob Trad, who went on, I think he played for New South Wales in soccer. Um, so they were, they were a pretty good year group back in the day in Dubbo, that group. So what, what makes him so good? Because I, I watch him and I look at his frame and I think he's kind of gangly for a forward. Um, what, what's been the, the, the key to his success? Because he just seems to be able to at least evade one or two players and then he's got that pass. Where, where, when did that all come about? Because you know, it's a very unique game, isn't it, that he plays. There's not many players like him, but it's so effective. Where, when, did, when did you see that happen in your son? Uh, well, he went from being a centre and a, a little bit of a 5'8 when he was younger. When he went to Sydney, centre turned into a second row and he sort of, I suppose he grew. He was always going to be, you know, six foot five or whatever he is now. Um, 
the, the past come about, I think it was more Trent Barrett and Ivan. Um, they did a lot of work with him. Uh, they wanted to move him into the middle of the field. And I think that the past just come about, you know, it seemed to work. Um, that's only been the last probably two or three years. Um, but I've always said he's, you know, he's very coachable um, and he's quite intelligent as a footballer too. Uh, most of the things he'll do on the football field, there's a purpose, there's a reason behind them. Um, and a lot of the times, you know, he, he gets pushed there into the front row at different times and he, he'll know he needs to take his medicine there at times too because a lot of what he does is for the team. I think he does that quite well. Hey, Yowie, does he, do you give him advice? Does he ever come looking for advice with you or when you talk, is it just nothing to do with footy? No, I think he likes to talk about family and the farm and, and, and Dubbo, but I sort of get a little bit pushed back into, can we talk about footy again? Yeah. I suppose footy's his whole life. Yeah. But I'm that typical bloke from the bush who just loves it. Um, yeah, look, he asks us at times. Like he'll get a little bit of advice from here or there or people will raise some things and he'll come and run that by you and say, what are your thoughts? Whether he takes that on board, you know, there's good coaches out there that will help him along the way. Um, you know, he couldn't say a bad word about any of his coaches he's had, whether it's representative or club footy. Um, and I think they've all played a role in where he's at at the moment. Um, but look, he'll ask questions. Um, but he's your typical boy. He'll, he'll take it on board or he'll sell me to, yeah, if he doesn't agree. Now, yo, how does it feel to be a 44-year-old grandfather? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, no, that's really exciting, actually. We're, um, we're pretty stoked about that, don't worry. But um, early on, it was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, I think when we were in year 11 and 12, Amy and I, um, but look, that's exciting. It's just one of those things. He's had one of those years that hopefully yeah. tomorrow um, tops off a, a pretty special year for him. You know, the state of origin, the series win, um, being named captain, um, you know, hopefully a premiership tomorrow, all being well, uh, and then a father in six or seven weeks. So <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a, a big year for him, but it's yeah. a really exciting thing. I know his mum's incredibly excited as she rings uh, Isaiah's partner, Ash, twice a day just to check in to make sure she's okay. Um, but almost bordering on pestering, but that's okay. So, so how many ki- how many kids have you got? I've got four. Um, yeah. So that seven thirty you were talking about before, yeah, we might need it. Um, obviously, take the grandchild as well. So oh, mud- wow. Mudgy now for the Yo family. You've relocated to Mudgy, but is the, is the town of Mudgy and Dubbo for that matter really getting behind the cause? Yeah, they do. Um, he's, he's from a massive family. Um, from all that around the, the Dubbo area, but obviously now in Mudgee. Um, I was only, only talking to him this morning. He's getting messages, and he has probably for the last month or so from people he knew back in the day, but also, you know, the extended family and people wishing him all, all the best. Amy and I have received, you know, the same sort of thing. So it's been great around Mudgee. A lot of people touching base, but um, just a lot of stuff up on social media that, you know, people and the family really respond well to, and, um, you know, they'll be writing every minute of it as well. I've heard to watch out for that social media stuff. There's some weirdos on there, Justin. But uh, has he always been um, consistent through this year with his with his confidence with with Penrith? Like it's, it's geez, there's been some fluctuations coming into Origin. You know, you guys were well beaters after Origin the injuries. Then everyone going, oh, as the wheels fallen off Penrith. Has Isaiah, in all honesty, been consistent? Like, Dad, we got this. Like, has he been seeing that through the whole year? Yeah, he has. He's um, he never gives too much away, and you, you know right. what you're going to get from him. All the stuff he he does on you know with the media, there's look, there's no pretend. That's just him. Um, you know, he talks to on on the you know the media. He talks just like to his mum and dad. Um, but he's always been confident in the ability of the team. Um, and you can appreciate you know the quality of the players they've had out at different times, and sort of can affect your consistency and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it never seemed to be a concern for him. Um, he'd always go out and do his job and. He'd always go and lead, um, and hopefully he's able to do that again tomorrow. If somebody came up to you and it was someone from the future and they said, uh, Amy and Justin, uh, your eldest son, Isaiah, 
He's, he's going to win an Origin series. He's going to play a number of Origin games. He's going to play in a few grand finals and, and one day be a, a, a premiership winning captain. Would you have at all believed that? I know that's still to come, but would you have even believed that when he was around 12? No, no, definitely not. Um, I wouldn't have believed that, you know, four or five years ago. Look, he was always yeah. a – he got to the stage where he developed into a strong first grade and you thought, you know, I remember his first first grade game and yet his, his grandparents and all his cousins and all that were there and you're thinking, this is it, you know, that's, you know, mm. that, that's the pinnacle at the moment, which is terrific. Um, we couldn't be any prouder of him. He just he, mm. he seems to have improved every year as the game sort of adapted. He's been able to adapt and he's been coached. Um, and he's sort of grown into the, you know, these are his best years, you'd imagine, the next few years ahead of him. But um, as, a, as a family, but a family who obviously, you know, really enjoys that uh, that rugby league environment, um, it's just been a terrific ride. We, we couldn't be any prouder uh, as parents and, you know, well, his, his grandparents and the extended family. Um, they're all around him, but you wouldn't have predicted it, no, uh, in short. Uh, but he's done incredibly well. Yeah, well, you can't, I mean, let's talk about your career. So you played first grade for this the Tigers. No, you played for, <laughs> came, came down, played for Norse, played for, for the Tigers. So was it a big shock coming from the country? Because I've played with kids that come from the country. That they'll, they'll turn up for six weeks and they, they desperately want to go home. Some others relish in it and never go back to the bush. Did you struggle when you first came, came down? Um, I actually came down to do... Uh, for year 12 for schooling uh, and stayed with my um, auntie and uncle. Um, so I always had that family link. So I, I actually look, I enjoyed it because um, football was that thing as well uh, back in the day. But I've seen that out there having returned back to Dubbo. It's hard to explain the amount of talent and the talent pool that is you know, west of the Blue Mountains. And you see a lot of those Indigenous kids who are just unbelievable athletes and you know their nous and the way they play football and their instincts and but then you, you sort of see some who, you know, a couple of years down the track, you just think, my God, that person could have been, um, could have been absolutely anything. But the, the challenge was, um, you know, are they supported enough or have they been put in an environment? Is there a family situation um, that's going to be able to support them and their need? Um, I always really enjoyed it. Um, Isaiah was always pretty well looked after too. I think the Horro family, Mark and Billy Horro uh, and Penrith looked after them early on. So we really had that family tie. Um but, yeah, that's the biggest challenge from being out in the bush, just seeing so much talent go to waste. What's been great now is just the NRL clubs who are investing time and resources into the bush because, well, there's a need. You have a look at the Penrith team now. I don't know how many of them are from the bush. Um, but there's talent there. You've just got to go and try and find them. And then, again, you can get them to Sydney. But like you said, in six weeks, some of them just get back on the train and go home. It's about trying to nurture those kids um, because they're going to be able to offer in the long run. Are you still uh, coaching, mate? Yeah, we coached um, Mudgy Dragons. My, my youngest boy, uh, Xavier, uh, plays for Mudgy Dragons, the under-15 side. And yeah, undefeated. Oh. Um, I just want to put Ooh, that out there yeah. anyway. But we didn't, didn't get to play a grand right. final, but they've won a few over the years. So that's always enjoyable. Got to play, got to coach at Dallas Sims too when I um, finished playing footy in Sydney. And yeah, it's always been a big part of our life. But the coaching side, you know, you really enjoy. And then being able to talk to Isaiah about where football's heading. Uh, I just find it really interesting. It's, it's great to watch these days. How do you see tomorrow, mate? Obviously, you're going to be cheering on the Panthers, but what, what's the danger for, for the Panthers, you think? Uh, I was going to say, one of the dangers would be my wife hitting me at some stage when she gets cross. <laughs> yeah. um, Give her a margarita, because I'm just whipping up these spicy margaritas at the moment, Joey. I can send you, right? I can send you the recipe. Yeah. They're outstanding. Are you, are you going to sleep tonight? Is there a barbie early? How are you going to calm the nerves and... Do you, I remember watching the Sharks grand final in 2016, which they won, by the way, I mean, was, uh, but I couldn't sit. I had to watch from the hallway peeking in 
uh, to the screen. I couldn't kind of relax yeah. at all. Um, what's your uh, well, plan of attack? Yeah. I've enjoyed every game of Isaiah's until probably the last two. Mm. Um, I found them really challenging. Um, I always like to remain pretty calm with a wife screaming in the ear. Uh, but the last two have been a real challenge. I think tomorrow... Um, we've just come out of lockdown in Mudgee, which is nice, but mm. I think we'll just appreciate the game at home um, together. Um, and we'll see how we go. It's all fingers crossed. Both teams obviously are well-prepared, well-coached. Um, I think one's probably a little bit fitter than the other, but um, there's a few little niggles, I suppose, this time of year with both teams. But, um, well, look, as, a, as a father, you, you just hopefully they get through safe. Um, but then in the background, you want to be safe and obviously you want a premiership as well. So... If they play well, uh, you know, I think they've got a game plan. Um, they've got the game to win tomorrow, but that doesn't mean much in, in the long run. Uh, you've got to be able to play the game you want to play. So I think it'll be an interesting one. Like I said, they're both quality teams, quality coaches, and it should be a good game, hopefully. We've been asking this to all the guests, and, and the answer can't be Isaiah because uh, financially I want him to win it. I think Brendan's the same, and no doubt uh, emotionally the Yo family all want uh, Isaiah to win the Clive Churchill medal. But... If it had to be somebody else, and you've seen a lot of these young Panthers for a long time over the journey, you've got to meet them. If it had to be somebody else for the Panthers in a premiership-winning team who won the Clive Churchill medal tomorrow, who would you choose for it to be? Who would you love to see win the Clive Churchill medal if it's not to be Isaiah? Um, oh, Dylan Edwards, I, I like. Mm. Um, it's along the same lines, I suppose, uh, of Isaiah. Sort of see where they've come from, and they've sort of just grown and improved. And I think their attitude, you know, their engine and their, their coachability, I suppose, um, is something that stands out for me. I don't necessarily know the boy, but I, just, I love the way he plays. He's tough. He's in around everything, and um, hopefully, he plays well tomorrow. He's that kind of guy in the trenches, isn't he? He'll just do anything for the team. And in a year of really flashy um, highlights package fullbacks, he's this other guy that just is you know, flawless, does his job and you barely notice him, but he doesn't make any mistakes and just so much effort, isn't there, with the in a year of Travojevic and Latrells and, and, and Tedesco's. Yeah, you see those incredibly talented individuals, but I think he knows his strength, he knows his yeah. game, um, Dylan, and he does, you know, he's a bit like Isaiah, they, they do what they know they can do really well. Um, uh, and that obviously brings something to the team. And here again, fingers crossed. Well, Justin, mate, we appreciate your time. Uh, I wish yourself, uh, Amy, and the family all the very best. So exciting. And he's off to another grand final. And just under 30 hours till kickoff, well, we hope anyway. Hopefully there's no delay. But that 30 hours, mate, it will feel like about seven weeks, I would have thought. But um, enjoy it. And as uh, Cathy Freeman once said, pressure is a privilege. And you guys get to experience this privilege over the next 30 hours or more. So uh, congratulations to see the young fella back into a grand final. And we wish him uh, all the very best on the big day. Thanks very much, boys. Great to catch up. Uh, there he is, Justin Yeo, a father of Isaiah Yeo. And uh, uh, what a ride. Uh, what a story that uh, Justin Yeo and uh, Amy have had with Isaiah, who he said even four years ago wouldn't have dreamt of the heights that he's uh, come mm. through. Could have easily been missed. And uh, here he is uh, on his way to another grand final. I mean, it's not, not going to happen for me because mm. uh, I've got three daughters and they don't like rugby league. But you might be a chance. Do you reckon you'll be able to keep away from the game in the sense of one of your young yeah. blokes starts playing first grade. Yeah, I always have. Like I've never coached the boys at rugby league. I've always just stayed back and, yeah, I'd be able to do that. You'd be able to do it easy. Mm. Yeah. I, I reckon I couldn't help it. You, you'd be have your paws all over them? Yeah. I'd, oh, no, I'd just be into them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. I think I'd just let them go. Um, well, Maddie's like that. Maddie's with, with his young blokes. Just lets him go? Yeah. 
Yeah. What do you mean into them? Like get to the Sandhill Sun? You're not no, 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 no. Just no beers. Criticise their game. Oh, would you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, you cat? What was that about? Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. No, it probably doesn't suit my. It probably you my, missed a tackle, you idiot. Yeah. I never did. Yeah. No, no, my personality. Now go and do be, the lawns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be to have my paws all over him, but I, I actually wouldn't. But anyway, have your say. One three hundred. It was fascinating to chat to. And I tell you oh, what, I showed you a picture of uh, what Justin. What a great country yeah, bloke. You can just, they're twins. Yeah. They're, they're absolutely twins, Isaiah yeah. and Justin. Yeah. And he had him. I think he had him at about eighteen. Well, he said. Old. He said. Um, what's his wife's name? Amy. Amy. Yeah, they're on eleven and twelve. Yeah. Schoolheart, what do you call it? High school sweethearts. Yeah. Great family. So, did it happen at school? Was that? Did they have him at eighteen? Well, they must have been seventeen, even. Wow. Might have happened in the science lab in the Gold Coast. You know the Bunsen burners can do, do you? <laughs> yeah. Play the, the, play the music. The gores. Play the music seal. Yeah. The Loveland. Copper music. sulfate. Oh, sulfate. Get yeah. That, get that, that copper sulfate. Get that going. sulfate. Speaking mm. about uh, did elements. Did you ever dissect a rat? Frogs, my go. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, we did a rat. That was a tough. That was that's a weird part of schooling, isn't it? Where it's like, and it kind of builds up to it. You know, it's coming. Well, like, you know what they do now. Well, so my mate's daughter online, because this is the beauty of the dark web. Mm. She got a piglet delivered, unbeknownst to her. She's in. She, <laughs> did you snort that? She got a piglet <laughs> delivered. This going? No, she got a piglet <laughs> delivered, and she operated on, on brand. <laughs> she operated on it. Yeah. So she? found it. Somewhere was this part of school? She just did this for just, fun, just or? for fun. Yeah, she either wants to, she wants to be a serial killer or <laughs> some sort of doctor. But she's in, in year six, did it all on her own. Piglet came, operated, did all the bizarre. It was dead, obviously. Right, piglet was brown bread, but it uh, it's amazing. put it in the it's oven a, for an hour and a half. Neil Perry, what you can get? Yeah, it's pushing people over. Uh, it's amazing when you can get in the dark web. Have you ever been in the dark web? No, well, unless I've been there and I didn't know that's where I was. No, well, you know where you because you can get all sorts of treats. Mm. What about you, Seal? You can get drugs sent to you. <laughs> what? That's disgusting. That's what I've heard. Brandon, what are you talking? <laughs> Mate, we're not playing for Melbourne Storm. <laughs> Keep that allegedly. How did, that- that, how did they allegedly get the what Paul Kent called the salt? How did yeah. they get the salt in there? Where? To the hotel room. Well, they're, uh, they're all out of the bubble now. Oh, right. Yeah. And I guess, was it Cavill? There's many ways to Cavalav. skin a cat. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, this guy here, Will from Wynnum, right? <laughs> Hang on, sorry. I just want to yeah. ask. Did so, okay, they get so it on the dark web? Purple Seal, web. Seal, you're, you would strike me as someone who's delved deep into the dark web. <laughs> Have you or do you know anyone who has? Uh, <laughs> yes and yes. Okay. Tell me this. Do I need it? Could I do it on an iPhone or you need sort of some no, sort no, of? No, no. You need a special browser a to browser? get onto the, the Doogie Houser. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Schnauzer. Where would I where would I find it? Do, do I need someone who knows what they're doing or could oh, I Oh, you just no, you Google dark web browser. Could you get me a couple of pingers? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, off oh, the record, yes. Probably talking, talking, talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> could sort you out easy. Now boys, uh this one here relating to your conundrum with your um mate. Right. Yeah. Right. So this is Will from Wynnum. So what's my favourite saying, Brian? Some uh, some gifts, best gifts, come badly, badly wrapped. wrapped yeah. and Do you know what? He's one of the smartest of people free. I know. Dreams of He's one of the smartest people I know, but he can't keep a quote in his head. He just oh, really? can't. I've told him it a hundred times. Because I, I, my life is about simplifying. <laughs> and 
Joel Kane just confuses. <laughs> like he tried to put a bet on the other day, multi. He's going, mate, this is what I do here. I put this here, then I'll cross this over here. And if this wins, this should come forth, and I'll still. And I'm going, mate, I don't understand. I understand. That's why you're such a good couple. You're an unlikely couple because Joel's got a theory for everything, and yeah. you're just trying to simplify a chaotic life. Yeah. And together, you're just a perfect romance, uh, isn't it? So anyway, sometimes the best gifts come I'm badly wrapped, wrapped right. right? And dreams are free. Yeah, dreams are free as well. Temerity, and uh, audacity. <laughs> What's that rank one you say? <laughs> the audacity, <laughs> the temerity, the hide. And is that all okay? Are they they're all always, the, they're always, always the same. Always the same. It's like the off pressure white. is a privilege. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you jump yeah. into the thesaurus, yeah. Um, uh, I think Spud called Matt. it the thesaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, it's time that Joel Kane came out with the book, 101 Quotes. Yes. To... Anyway, let me get to Will from yeah. Wyndham. He says, Hey, legends, I'm loving uh, crunch time. Sometimes the worst gifts come nicely wrapped. He said, beware of the attractive ex who lives near you. Yeah. She's not attractive, though. This is the thing. Okay, well, he said, being happy and lonely is better than miserable and comfortable. Will from Wyndham. Say that one again. That's cool. Put that in the book. <laughs> okay. Better alone than lonely. Being happy and lonely. Being happy and lonely. Better is alone better than, than miserable and comfortable. That makes me feel better about my What about horny? Where, do you, where would you throw horny in there? Warning. Horny. I need another comma. Warning ain't alone. Do that again, but throw horny in somewhere. Okay. Sugar? Uh, okay. Three. Go there. Throw okay, in. righto. Uh, being happy and lonely. And horny. No. Being happy and lonely. Uh, and horny. Yeah. Right. Being happy, lonely, and horny. Is better than miserable and comfortable. And, and horny. Yeah. If you're on the dark web. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. It doesn't work. Oh, My browser's not working. Apparently, there's ads, there's a thing called ads we need to get to anyway. Crunch time, thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary search, all-new MUX. And what about our man in the backdrop there? You've got... Uh, Ciro's uh, still plugging away. Timmy Manor putting in the big hours. And here we have in studio Brendan Cow, Brian Fletcher, The Seal. I'm Joel Kane. A breaking back with more. Rothfire. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.